Good evening. What it do? What it do, my people? Um, I just had something really quick that I wanted to talk about. I was just sitting here at work and I was just thinking how peace, P-E-A-C-E, really does surpass all understanding. I remember a time where I had no peace at all. And here lately, like I'm not sure um, where the turning point started. I'm not sure when it happened or how it started. Um, You know, I just know I started praying, you know, really hard or whatever. I mean, because I just couldn't find no peace. And at one point, I just felt like I was battling with myself. And I was trying to deal with things, um, whether my mind was telling me um, that things were so, you know, sometimes I was right, sometimes I was wrong. Um, And then the anxiety. And it was just, I don't know, it was so weird. And, you know, I just remember praying for peace. And like certain things just start happening in my life and certain things just start happening for me. And a lot of things that I would normally, you know, get real upset about or normally things I would fuss about and curse about and, you know, just beat myself up about it. I noticed that those same things was just like water over a bridge, like flowing, like it literally just flowed right off me. Didn't have no kind of impact on me at all. And, you know, I I said, well, maybe it's because like, I'm super, super busy right now. Like, um, I have a lot of goals that I'm trying to set. So um, in the middle of me trying to set, you know, trying to set my goals, you know, I picked up another job. So it's like, you know, I go from, I go um, to one job um, from 9 to 2. Then I come to another job from 3 to 11. So I'm like, maybe, um, you know, maybe a lot of this stuff, this BS and just, just thing, just life period, maybe this stuff is not bothering me anymore because I keep myself so busy. And then I was like, well, no, because even before picking up a second job, I still kind of kept myself pretty busy and every little thing bothered me. So like I told, I take no credit um, for this piece that I have right now. Now it's not a hundred percent piece, but I'm not going to shortcut it because it is some type of piece. I don't know what kind of percentage. I don't know what it is, but I just know things that bothered me, mm-hmm. things that, um, cluttered my mind, um, things that blurred my vision, um, things that had me tired, wore down, um, sleeping, sluggish, tired, uh, 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 depressed, stressed, like all all these different things that was going on in my life that kind of had me, you know, kind of felt like I was losing it. I just noticed that it really doesn't bother me anymore. 
as much. It don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm human, so it does bother me, but it's not as heavy as it once was. And maybe that's because I don't know. Maybe God is renewing and rejuvenating my strength. So a lot of those weak things that were sent to um, to tear me down or to destroy me. Now I'm able to fight them off, and at one point I wasn't. So I've just been, like, generalizing, just trying to figure out, like, I don't know, you know, what it is. But <clears throat> it's a really good feeling, you know what I'm saying? And it's the first step, you know, towards just getting myself back mentally strong, you know. Um, I'm on this weight loss journey, which I don't need no setbacks, no depression, no stress, no anything because that can trigger me to stress, eat, or, you know, things of that nature. So, you know, I'm on, I'm on a weight loss journey and um, just a mental health journey trying to get back to myself. And I, I really, 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 I feel and I see a lot of improvements, and I am just so grateful. You know, I talk a whole lot of shit. Y'all know I'm a shit talker. I'm a comedian. Yes, sometimes I feel like I'm a sexologist. Um, headologist. I don't care what people call me, baby. It's, it's not what they call you, it's what you answer to. But one thing about it, I'm solid. And I am who I am. And I make no apologies for it. So, I just, um, I was just sitting here thinking about it. I was like, man, you be trying to understand all this stuff? When all you need is a peace of mind. And a lot of things just become so clear to you. So that's kind of the kick that I'm on right now, like, and it's a really good feeling. And, you know, and my advice to anybody that is, you know, currently going through depression, anxiety, um, questioning your self-worth, um, questioning your appearance, um, just your overall self, I would have to encourage you to Pray for peace and believe what you're praying for. Now, I'm not coming on here proclaiming to be no saint or nothing like that, but I, I, I'm, I'm a, a firm believer that prayer works and prayer changes things. And if it's one thing that I have always been able to do is I can definitely get a prayer through, okay? I do believe that my prayers are powerful enough for me to, you know, heal myself from a cold or to heal myself from COVID. You know, I, I do believe my prayers are just that powerful. So, you know, if you're struggling, especially if you're struggling with your mental health during this day and age, you first gotta pray for peace because you need a, you need a, your mind has to be at, at, at peace, like some type of peace in order for you to process the things and, and um, compartmentalize things that you are going through. You know, so that you don't um, forget about your priorities and what's really important. So that's just what I wanted to encourage all my people to do. Like, just pray for pray for peace of mind because you you need that before before you can do anything. You gotta have that. And you know, I mean, it's probably three four weeks for me, and it feels so. Um, and, and, and this is a shame. Peace feels so strange for a person that's been down and just feel like you're going under. Um, 
you know, just so many things. Like, you know, losing your job or getting laid off your job or, you know, finding another job, uh, uh, working two jobs, you know, taking care of your household, your husband, your family. I mean, it's just, it's, it's just so much, you know, that you are doing on a daily basis. You're doing it for so many other people. You know, and a lot of times at the end of the day, you're just so tired. You don't have time to do anything for yourself. And that depression and that stress, like all that stuff just continuously builds and it builds and it builds and it creates more pressure. You know, pressure busts pipes. So some of that stuff you got to relinquish. Some of that stuff you got to let go of. And I was just sitting here thinking, because I had a messy podcast. I had a really good podcast. But I'm still going to do that one. But I was just thinking, like right when I was getting ready, not a messy podcast, but, you know, something for grown folk. Not too vulgar, but something that I think is, is interesting and worth a conversation. But see, now that I'm able to compartmentalize my actions, I felt like speaking about peace was kind of a priority over me speaking about what I wanted to speak about tonight. So, like I said, I'm definitely not 100%, but I'm definitely not where I was just a month ago. Like, I'm seeing these changes. And and, and see, once you pray for peace, and once you feel it coming, um, you gotta stay prayed up. You know, because you can easily slip back into where you were before, And then you got to work twice as hard to get back where you are now. And you're not even at 100% now. So peace is important. Peace of mind is important. I promise you, if you start to regain a peace of mind, it will help you so much in your work life, in the life of your your, your children, your siblings, your, um, your partners, your parents. Like it, it really does help and it really shows you like what's important and what you should be focusing on. Because see, a lot of time when you're stressed out, when you're going, you're suffering from you know anxiety and depression and all this type of stuff, the things you're prioritizing about, I mean the things that you're making a priority, it kind of trumps like what's really important because you can't see clearly because your mind is not at peace and you're battling with yourself. So I just really wanted to just put that out. And um, I posted something today that says, you know, you know, we go, everybody always run to God when they get in trouble. I want to thank God when something good happened. You know, I mean, you want to thank God, um, you want to run to God when something bad is happening, and then when something good is happening, it's just happening, and you forget to acknowledge and thank God for it, is what I meant. And my post, my post said you got to thank God for some things that you are not going through. Because even though it seems like you're going through a lot, you know like I know, you could be going through a lot worse. So, like, every time I feel myself on the verge of complaining or, you know, about to start arguing or, about, you know, about to start an argument or start arguing in our my mind just started playing tricks on me. I have to look at them and be like, wait a minute. Because, see, this could be happening. And that could be, oh, this could be happening, too. You know, so sometimes you got to thank God for what you're not going through. You got to thank God for some of the things he blocked from even. Some things was headed your way 
and he blocked them off. So you got to remember to thank God for some things that you are not going through. Even though what you're going through seems like to be so much, and it's a lot. Trust me, I can relate. But you thank God for what he's not allowing you to go through as well. So I did not want to make this over 15 minutes. This is just something short and sweet. This is just something, one of my accomplishments that I wanted to share. Um, just talk about how important peace is. You know, if you don't have it, pray for it. Find peace. Have fun. Love, you know what? Love on the people who loving on you. You know what I'm saying? Go, go, go to places where you are celebrated and not just tolerated. You know, don't go to things that you were not invited to. You know, don't show up at events and stuff where they invited your friend or they invited your sister and they just needed somebody to go with them. You understand what I'm saying? Like, keep yourself in a position to always feel celebrated and to always feel like a winner. You know, that's why it's very important to me now to love on the people that's loving on me. Like, I know one of the things, you know, the Bible says, you know, you got to turn the other cheek. Well, I'm here to tell you that I'm not there yet. And I, I, I got so much love to give, but I'm not giving out any more charity love right now. You know, I just want to love on who loving on me. I want to take care of who taking care of me. I want to respect the people that's respecting me. Because, see, I've been doing too much charity work for too many people. But I have not been getting the same in return. You know, special days, special things, special accomplishments. You know, I, I take those so serious and I just go out of my way. You know, then when you have some special things or event, it seems like everything just subpar. They don't, people don't really take it as serious as you. And then I also had to learn, you cannot expect to see you in other people. Because you are who you are, they are who they are. So those are two things I'm struggling with right now. But they're all coming together. So like I said, things that used to bother me with people, it don't bother me no more because I'm starting to meet people where they are. I'm starting to love on people that love me. I'm starting to respect people that respect me. I'm not showing up at your event unannounced. I'm not showing up if you didn't invite me. I'm not coming around you just to come around you. I'm not coming around you for you to tolerate me. Because when you come in my presence, I'm greeting you with a hug. I'm telling you I love you. Like, I'm, I mean, I'm just bright. I'm, 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 I'm like the, the room lit up. I'm like, hey, love, how are you? You know what I'm saying? And then when I come, you two worried about what my nails look like, what length my hair is, you know, and who did my lashes. Like, forget all that. Forget all that. I celebrate you when you walk in the door. Celebrate me when I walk in the door. Not all this other crap. So I'm working on that. Turning the other cheek, I'm working on it because I know that's the right thing to do. But y'all know how honest I am and I'm just not there yet. Charity work is always good. But I'm tired of doing it right now. I'm not saying that I won't get back to it. 
I'm tired of doing it right now. I'm tired of going out of my way when it's time for everybody else. Then when it's time for me, I'm holding back and I'm watching how much things cost. And I'm trying to decide whether I want to buy me this or this. But when it's for somebody that I love, so I don't care what it costs. But then I hold back on myself. Then I'm like, okay, so if you doing this to yourself, how do you expect people to not do it to you? They see you going out your way for them. And then when it comes to you, it's kind of, eh. So when they see that, they're saying the same thing that you do to yourself. So I'm going to end this because I did go 15 minutes. I did not want to, but we're going to cap this up real fast. Peace surpasses all understanding. I promise you, if you find peace, I'm not saying you're going to be 100% peaceful. It's too hard to, to be completely at peace, in my opinion, in this society, in this world, in this social media environment. It's too hard to be peaceful. But you got to find some peace somewhere. And a peace of mind is priceless. A peace of mind is priceless. So find peace. Love on the people that love you. If you decide to love the people that don't love you, that is totally your decision. I, Ebony is speaking. Ebony speaks. So this is totally how I feel. But love on the people that love you. Respect the people that respect Celebrate the people that celebrate you. And right now, that's just what it's all about. And you'll automatically see the people that you love and respect so much when you're not doing it so much and, you know, just, you know, so heavy and so much for them anymore. They look at you and be like, you all right? Like, yeah, I'm cool. Because see, they, they, instantly see the, they instantly see a change in you because they know they've been shortchanging you. And so when you start kind of giving them that same shortchange and not that whole dollar, oh, is something wrong with you? No, ain't nothing wrong with me. But I'm giving you what, I'm giving you, what you put out. And it is so liberating. And it feels amazing. So find peace. Pray for peace. Get that, get that 10% of peace and try to hold on to it and add another 10% to it. Don't get that 10% of peace and then go back to raising hell and going crazy. Then you lose 5%. Now you back at 5%. So then you got to fight extra hard to get this other 5% back so you can get your 10% of peace back so you can add 10% to that. Then you have 20% of peace. It's all about being at peace. I will, I will not be disrespected. I will always be outspoken. And I will, I'll raise hell if needed because I'm just not a pushover. But right now, my peace is important. And I'm trying to hang on to it with every fiber in my being. Peace is important to me. Love is important to me. Respect is important to me. Being appreciated and celebrated and not tolerate it is very important to me right now. So when you get some time, listen to this podcast, enjoy this podcast, and just think of, open your minds, and just think about what I'm saying. You gotta find peace. Peace out, beautiful people. Y'all have a great, great night. See you later.
What's up? What's up? What it do? What it do? Um, I had some on my mind tonight that I want to talk about. Um, I want to talk about how important is it to be equally yoked. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I feel like being equally yoked is very important. Um, I feel like being in a relationship with somebody like-minded is very important. Um, you know, same goals, same um, aspirations. Um, I feel like all of that is really important. And I feel like when you enter a relationship and you're not equally yoked, that is when all of the bullshit comes in. For instance, this is how I feel. I feel like if you get in a relationship um, with a known cheater, I feel that cheater need to be in a relationship with another cheater. Um, if you are a person that's all about family life, marriage, traveling, and doing things of that nature, I feel like you should be with somebody that loves marriages, traveling, and you know, just being like family oriented. I just feel like when you like-minded, it will literally subtract all the negative things that you go through when you're in a relationship and you're unequally yoked. Okay, I just have to be honest and I have to say that. Um, because at the end of the day, not being equally yoked, it just caused both people to be so miserable, so unhappy, um, so dishonest, unfaithful, disloyal. So being equally yoked, I think, is very important. Now, can a relationship work if you start off equally yoked and you end up kind of meeting in the middle? I think that can work. But going into a relationship that's unequally yoked is going to cause a lot of problems, especially if you, you know it from the gate and you still you end up falling for that person and you still um, and you still pursue the relationship. And I feel like during that time you ignore a lot of the red flags. Um, you would ignore a lot of the mishaps, the missteps because you have fallen for that person. So you ignore the things that you should not ignore. And I feel that you pay for it dearly in the end because now you are years into this unequally yoked relationship, but you have developed a, a bond, you know, and you love this person so much to even, even if you want to leave, you don't know how to leave. Even if you want to forgive, you don't really know how to forgive. And it just becomes the most uncomfortable situation. So 
you know, I just wanted to kind of chime on that for a lot of the single people, a lot of the people, um, you know, that's looking to be in um, a relationship, a monogamous relationship. Um, just make sure before you dive in head first, just make sure you are, are equally yoked. And even if you are not equally yoked and you both just take a liking to each other, it's okay to be friends. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to be boyfriend and girlfriend. You don't have to be engaged. You don't have to get married. If you're unequally yoked and you take a liking to each other, it's better to um, just go ahead and put it out in the beginning of the relationship to go ahead and establish a friendship. And it would probably be wise not to engage in sexual activity. I mean, but if you just like that person for sex, I mean, that's that's on you. But um, if you're gonna choose not to go forward with the relationship, and but you really like that person and you would, you would like to remain friends, I would heavily advise you to not engage in sexual activity. Because that's gonna, I think that's gonna cloud your decision. And uh, I mean, especially if the sex is good. That's gonna cloud your decision because you're gonna want more and you're gonna pursue that relationship. You're gonna get in that relationship. You're gonna exclusively commit to that person knowing that you all were unequally yoked. So you gotta be real careful with that. You gotta be real careful with that. And I'm, I'm, I'm speaking from my heart. Be very, very, very careful. Can you truly love a person if you're unequally yoked to them? Absolutely you can. But it is not a healthy situation. You're gonna always come to uh, bumps in the road. Um, you're gonna always not agree with some of the things they do, not agree with some of the things they say, not agree with some of the places they go, not agree with some of the people that they deal with. You're gonna always, it's, there's gonna always be friction. But see, my thing is, if both parties are honest up front, then you can go ahead and make the tough decisions before, um, before the relationship gets any serious than it already is. Now, I mean, men and women, now some people go into the relationship, getting to know each other, and know deep down that you're unequally yoked. But see, some people are lie. And they'll tell you, yeah, I like jazz music. You know, yeah, I like listening to slow, slow music. I like taking walks in the park. You know, yeah, I'm a hopeless romantic. When they know damn well, they don't like no jazz music. You know what I'm saying? They like twerking music. They don't want to go on a walk in the park. They want to walk inside of a strip club. You know, they don't want to do no hopeless romantic shit. You know what I'm saying? They want to make sure they um, keep you in the box, you know, but they're going to be fucking all outside of the relationship. Like, they know that from the beginning, but to get you, they lie about who they are. And it makes you think you're equally yoked to that person. So sometimes they'll lie. The only thing you can do in that situation is don't ignore the red flags. 
Don't ignore the signs. Um, be very attentive. And not so much, not so much of listening to what they say, but pay close attention to the things that they do. And that's going to tell you a lot about a person. Like, don't hound the person about, you know, how you want to be loved and how you want to go on dates and how you want to do things. Don't hound them about that. Sit back and be quiet and just see what they would do. See what they would rather do because that is the real them. Okay? Because, see, when a person... When a person truly loves you, you do not have to tell them how to love you. You do not have to tell them, you know, hey, babe, it's time for a vacation. Or, um, hey, babe, let's go out to dinner. You know, let, let, let's just go out on a date. Let's have movie night. I mean, you know, people that truly love you, you don't have to tell them certain things about you or certain things about the relationship. They automatically know it because they are in tune to you. But see, if you got to remind a motherfucker all the time about how to love you correctly, and no, I'm not just talking about men. I'm talking about women as well. If you got to remind a motherfucker how to love you correctly, then that's a problem. That means... Either, number one, they just not into you. And, you know, my mom always taught me, if it do not fit, don't force it. Number two, they could be going through some serious personal issues, um, struggling with some serious things, or struggling with a job, or, 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 or businesses, or coworkers, or family members. They could be struggling with some real serious shit. And... Right now is just not the time. Like, they can't be into you because they're battling other things. And um, number three, in my opinion, they're trying to figure out how to um, spend time with, how to um, sexually satisfy um, how to love more than one person and it gets very, very stressful to them. And they be struggling with that as well, battling their own demons. So, yeah, you don't have to remind a person. You don't have to tell a person when it's time to do nothing. If they are truly, truly into you and only you, you do not have to remind them. It is automatic. It's automatic. Been there, done that. I've seen it. It's been times where you don't even have to say nothing to me. I know what it's time for for you because I know you my sights are only on you, and I don't have, like, another uh, man or whatever, like, distracting me from focusing on you and what you need. And I've also been in situations where I have, I was entertaining, you know, another man or whatever, 
and I lost track of what, you know, what my man really needed and how to be there for him because I was better in between the two. So I think everybody, male and female, you know, have been through these situations where you, you unequally yoked, you know, you're trying to fix something that cannot be fixed. You're trying to fight something that you feel like is worth fighting for, but what is it costing the both of you guys to try to force a relationship or try to force happiness or, you know, try to force sex? You know, I mean, sex is so powerful and it's so intimate. Like, it's just supposed to happen, you know, and it just... It's just supposed to be an enjoyable thing that's supposed to happen. You're not supposed to have to tell, you know, your mate what your needs are. They're supposed to already know them. You know, so you got to pay attention to the red flags from the beginning. And that's why I think a lot of us make a lot of mistakes because we love and we like these people so much and so hard. We ignore all the red flags and we think we can fix all this shit and you simply cannot fix it. Uh, as far as the, 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 the man, the man was like, oh, I just wanna come, I just wanna be in peace. I just wanna come home to peace. You know, I want my dinner cooked, I want my clothes washed, you know, I want my dick sucked, I want, I, all, I just want peace. You know what I'm saying? Just don't nag me. Every time you start nagging a man, it make a man want to go out and do stuff. That's a lie. You can be quiet as a mouse. You can be not saying a word. <laughs> and you can still be cooking and, you know, doing what you do. If a man wanna, if a man feel the urge, feel the need, and have the opportunity. To step out. That is what he gonna, especially if he's if he's being entertained by another woman and he's just not, he loves you, but he's just not that into you. If he had opportunity, he is gonna go do it. The same exact thing with a female. I have seen men 100% cater to their women, loving on their women. Doing everything that they can for that woman. The woman said, oh, you don't take me out. You don't do this. We don't go on vacation. Then the man started taking her out, taking her on vacation. Oh, and the woman was still, because she got that opportunity, and she loved her husband, but she's just not into him at the moment. And she's tired of him complaining. She's tired of him fussing. And she had an opportunity to step out to something else. She will do it. So when it comes to all this stepping out and all this cheating talk and stuff like that, it is, it is not geared toward men only because women do the same fucking thing. I am very unbiased when it comes to these relationships, when it comes to cheating and all this, these um, fake-ass friends and all this. I am very unbiased when it comes to that. Because women do the same shit men do. Yes, they do. People say, well, you know, well, men cheat a little. No, man, men don't cheat a little bit more. That's a lie. That's a lie. Men get caught more. But I feel women, women cheat more than men. But the men just get caught all the fucking time. 
So I'm very unbiased when it comes to that. And I'm not just male bashing male. No, hell no. I am not male bashing. Because I love, <clears throat> love, love me a black man. I'm talking about love me a black man. So I'm never just going to male bash. I'm going to tell you how, just from my point of view, how I feel it is on both sides. And I'm not outweighing neither side. Both sides do the same. They just do shit differently. That's the only difference between uh, men and women, you know, with, and, and the, 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 the cheating and the uh, text messages and the DMs and the, all this bullshit. They just do it differently. And from my experience, men get caught more. Women don't get caught cheating as much as men, as much as men's, um, men does. That's the only difference. So I, I never mail bash or nothing like that because I feel like men and women do it. I mean, to each his own. If that's what you do, you know, just do it. But I feel like, um, I feel like if you, if you know, if you know you're going to cheat, and you know you gotta cheat, like goddamn. I mean, just just live your life. Don't do not get in a relationship. Why? 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 Be in a relationship? I was just telling somebody this last week, and she looked at me like I was crazy. But I'm like, why? Why get in a relationship? Why? Cohabitat with each other. Why invest with, invest with each other? Like, why do all of this when you know you ain't really the the relationship type of person, or you just you're not really the the monogamous type of person? Like, you don't believe in monogamy. Like, you know, deep down in your soul, you'll never ever be able to just be with one man or just one woman. You know that is something you would never do. But you want to commit and love one. But you still want to be able to play outside of that. Like, I mean, to each his own. All the way down to this uh, 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 this polygamy shit. And this polyandry shit. All these multiple wives, multiple husbands. I mean, like, those are like-minded people. They don't. They see that as being perfectly normal. Uh, just like the lady, um, the Polly Gigi, Queen Gigi, or whoever she, she feels it's perfectly normal that she got two husbands, and she living her life. She loving her life. They all agree with it. They all are like-minded. And then just like. Uh, who is it? I guess the a nature boy, uh, brother polite, you know, you know, our, these black men with three, four, five, and six wives, they feel like that shit is perfectly normal. They are like-minded people. And though I just feel like I, they're equally yoked because they don't they don't have an issue with that. So you gotta be equally yoked, you gotta be with like-minded people, and you cannot ignore the red flags in the beginning. Because see, you got a chance to possibly gain a really good friend rather than lose an enemy that you have been in a relationship with for so long. So just think about that. 
Think about being like-minded. Think about being equally yoked. Um, you know, like I said, don't ignore the signs. Don't ignore the red flags. Um, I, I think it's very important. Uh, and I think this was a really uh, powerful conversation. And um, it, 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 needed, it needed to be had. Um, you know, like I said, no judgment zone. I mean, it is what it is. You know, on Ebony Speaks, I talk about whatever I want to. And I just wanted to talk about this tonight. And I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that I can help some young person or, you know, some person that's single and dating or some person that's, you know, that's looking for a, a mate or a partner or whatever, just hoping that I can help them. So, I mean, that's, that's always the mission. So y'all have a good night. Think about what I said and let me know what you think. What's up, what's up, what it do, what it do? Um, I had some on my mind tonight that I want to talk about. Um, I want to talk about how important is it to be equally yoked. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I feel like being equally yoked is very important. Um, I feel like being in a relationship with somebody like-minded is very important. Um, you know, same goals, same um, aspirations. Um, I feel like all of that is really important. And I feel like when you enter a relationship and you're not equally yoked, that is when all of the bullshit comes in. For instance, this is how I feel. I feel like if you get in a relationship um, with a known cheater, I feel that cheater need to be in a relationship with another cheater. Um, if you are a person that's all about family life, marriage, traveling, and doing things of that nature, I feel like you should be with somebody that loves marriages, traveling, and you know, just being like family oriented. I just feel like when you like-minded, it will literally subtract all the negative things that you go through when you're in a relationship and you're unequally yoked. Okay, I just have to be honest and I have to say that. Um, because at the end of the day, not being equally yoked, it just caused both people to be so miserable, so unhappy, um, so dishonest, unfaithful, disloyal. So being equally yoked, I think is very important. Now, can a relationship work if you start off equally yoked and you end up kind of meeting in the middle? I think that can work, but going into a relationship that's unequally yoked is going to cause a lot of problems, especially if you, you know it from the gate and you still, you end up falling for that person and you still, um, and you still pursue the relationship. And I feel like during that time, you ignore 
a lot of the red flags, um, you would ignore a lot of the mishaps, the missteps, because you have fallen for that person. So you ignore the things that you should not ignore. And I feel that you pay for it dearly in the end. Because now you are years into this unequally yoked relationship. But you have developed a a bond. You know, and you love this person so much. Even even if you want to leave, you don't know how to leave. Even if you want to forgive, you don't really know how to forgive. And it just becomes the most uncomfortable situation. So, you know, I just wanted to kind of chime on that for a lot of the single people, a lot of the people, um, you know, that's looking to be in um, a relationship, a monogamous relationship. Um, Just make sure before you dive in head first, just make sure you are equally yoked. And even if you are not equally yoked and you both just take a liking to each other, it's okay to be friends. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to be boyfriend and girlfriend. You don't have to be engaged. You don't have to get married. If you're unequally yoked and you take a liking to each other, it's better to um, just go ahead and put it out in the beginning of the relationship to go ahead and establish a friendship. And it will probably be wise not to engage in sexual activity. I mean, but if you just like that person for sex, I mean, that's that's on you. But um, if you're going to choose not to go forward with the relationship... And, but you really like that person and you would, you would like to remain friends, I would heavily advise you to not engage in sexual activity. Because that's going to, I think that's going to cloud your decision. And uh, I mean, especially if the sex is good. That's going to cloud your decision because you're going to want more and you're going to pursue that relationship. You're going to get in that relationship. You're going to exclusively commit to that person knowing that you all were unequally yoked. So you got to be real careful with that. You got to be real careful with that. And I'm, I'm, I'm speaking from my heart. Be very, very, very careful. Can you truly love a person if you're unequally yoked to them? Absolutely you can. But it is not a healthy situation. You're going to always come to uh, bumps in the road. Um, You're going to always not agree with some of the things they do, not agree with some of the things they say, not agree with some of the places they go, not agree with some of the people that they deal with. You're going to always, there's going to always be friction. But see, my thing is, if both parties are honest up front, then you can go ahead and make the tough decisions before um, before the relationship gets any serious than it already is. Now, I mean, men and women, now some people go into the relationship 
getting to know each other and know deep down that you're unequally yoked. But see, some people are lying. And they'll tell you, yeah, I like jazz music. You know, yeah, I like listening to slow, slow music. I like taking walks in the park. You know, yeah, I'm a hopeless romantic. When they know damn well, they don't like no jazz music. You know what I'm saying? They like twerking music. They don't want to go on a walk in the park. They want to walk inside of a strip club. You know, they don't want to do no hopeless romantic shit. You know what I'm saying? They want to make sure they um, keep you in the box, you know, but they're gonna be fucking all outside of the relationship. Like, they know that from the beginning, but to get you, they lie about who they are. And it makes you think you're equally yoked to that person. So sometimes they'll lie. The only thing you can do in that situation is don't ignore the red flags. Don't ignore the signs. Um, be very attentive. And not so much not so much of listening to what they say, but pay close attention to the things that they do. And that's gonna tell you a lot about a person. Like don't hound the person about, you know, how you wanna be loved and how you wanna go on dates and how you wanna do things. Don't hound them about that. Sit back and be quiet and just see what they would do. See what they would rather do. Because that is the real them. Okay? Because see, when a person when a person truly loves you, you do not have to tell them how to love you. You do not have to tell them, you know, hey babe, it's time for a vacation. Or um, hey babe, let's go out to dinner. You know, let, let's just go out on a date. Let's have movie night. I mean, you know, people that truly love you, you don't have to tell them certain things about you or certain things about the relationship. They automatically know it because they are in tune to you. But see, if you got to remind a motherfucker all the time about how to love you correctly, and no, I'm not just talking about men, I'm talking about women as well. If you got to remind a motherfucker how to love you correctly, then that's a problem. That means either number one they just not into you and you know my mom always taught me if it do not fit don't force it number two they could be going through some serious personal issues um struggling with some serious things or struggling with a job or or or, or businesses or co-workers or family members they could be struggling with some real serious shit and right now is just not the time. Like they can't be into you because they battling other things. And um, number three, in my opinion, they trying to figure out how to um, spend time with, how to um, sexually satisfy um, how to love more than one person and it gets very, very stressful to them. And they be struggling with that as well, battling their own demons. So, yeah, you don't have to remind a person. You don't have to tell a person when it's time to do nothing. Nothing. 
If they are truly, truly into you and only you, you do not have to remind them. It is automatic. It's automatic. Been there, done that. I've seen it. It's been times where you don't even have to say nothing to me. I know what it's time for for you because I know you. My sights are only on you. And I don't have like another uh, man or whatever like distracting me from focusing on you and what you need. And I've also been in situations where I have, I was entertaining, you know, another man or whatever, and I lost track of what, you know, what my man really needed and how to be there for him because I was better in between the two. So I think everybody, male and female, you know, have been through these situations where you, you unequally yoked, you know, you're trying to fix something that cannot be fixed. You're trying to fight something that you feel like is worth fighting for, but what is it costing the both of you guys to try to force a relationship or try to force happiness or, you know, try to force sex? You know, I mean, sex is so powerful and it's so intimate. Like, it's just supposed to happen, you know, and it just, it's just supposed to be an enjoyable thing that's supposed to happen. You're not supposed to have to tell, you know, your mate what your needs are. They're supposed to already know them. You know, so you got to pay attention to the red flags from the beginning. And that's why I think a lot of us make a lot of mistakes because we love and we like these people so much and so hard we ignore all the red flags and we think we can fix all this shit and you simply cannot fix it uh as, as far as the, the 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 man the man was like oh i just want to come i just want to be in peace i just want to come home to peace you know i want my dinner cooked i want my clothes washed you know i want my dick sucked i want i, all, I just want peace you know what I'm saying? Just don't nag me. Every time you start nagging a man, it make a man want to go out and do stuff. That's a lie. You can be quiet as a mouse. You can be not saying a word. <laughs> and you can still be cooking and, you know, doing what you do. If a man want to, if a man feel the urge, feel the need, and have the opportunity... To step out. That is what he gonna, especially if he's if he's being entertained by another woman and he's just not, he loves you, but he's just not that into you. If he had an opportunity, he is gonna go do it. The same exact thing with a female. I have seen men 100% cater to their women, loving on their women doing everything that they can for that woman. The woman said, oh, you don't take me out. You don't do this. We don't go on vacation. Then the man started taking her out, taking her on vacation. Oh, and the woman was still, because she got that opportunity, and she loved her husband, but she just not into him at the moment. And she tired of him complaining. She tired of him fussing. And she had an opportunity to step out to something else. She will do it. 
So when it comes to all this stepping out and all this cheating talk and stuff like that, it is it is not geared toward men only because women do the same fucking thing. I am very unbiased when it comes to these relationships, when it comes to cheating and all this, these um, fake-ass friends and all this. I am very unbiased when it comes to that because women do the same shit men do. Yes, they do. People say, well, you know, well, men cheat a little. No, man, men don't cheat a little bit more. That's a lie. That's a lie. Men get caught more. But I feel women, women cheat more than men. But the men just get caught all the fucking time. So I'm very unbiased when it comes to that. And I'm not just male bashing male. No, hell no. I am not male bashing. Because I love, <clears throat> love love me a black man I'm talking about love me a black man so I'm never just gonna male bash I'm gonna tell you how just from my point of view how I feel it is on both sides and I'm not outweighing neither side both sides do the same they just do shit differently that's the only difference between uh, men and women you know, and, and the, 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 the cheating and the uh, text messages and the DMs and the all this bullshit. They just do it differently. And from my experience, men get caught more. Women don't get caught cheating as much as men as, as much as men's um men does. That's the only difference. So I, I never male bash or nothing like that because I feel like men and women do it. I mean to each his own. If that's what you do. You know, just do it. But I feel like, um, I feel like if you, if you know, if you know you're going to cheat and you know you got to cheat, like, God damn, I mean, just, just live your life. Don't, do not get in a relationship. Why, 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 why be in a relationship? I was just telling somebody this last week. And she looked at me like I was crazy. But I'm like, why, why get in a relationship? Why go habitat with each other? Why invest with, invest with each other? Like, why do all of this when you know you ain't really the the relationship type of person, or you just you're not really the the monogamous type of person? Like, you don't believe in monogamy. Like, you know, deep down in your soul, you'll never, ever be able to just be with one man or just one woman. You know that it's something you would never do. But you want to commit and love one. But you still want to be able to play outside of that. Like, I mean, to each his own. All the way down to this uh, 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 this polygamy shit and this polyandry shit. All these multiple wives, multiple husbands. I mean, like, those are like-minded people. They don't, they see that as being perfectly normal. Uh, just like the lady, um, the poly Gigi, Queen Gigi, or whoever she, she feels it's perfectly normal that she got two husbands. 
And she living her life. She loving her life. They all agree with it. They all are like-minded. And then just like, uh, who is it? I guess the uh, nature boy, uh, Brother Polite, you know, you know, our, these black men with three, four, five, and six wives, they feel like that shit is perfectly normal. They are like-minded people. And though, I just feel like they equally yoked because they don't they don't have an issue with that. So you got to be equally yoked. You got to be with like-minded people. And you cannot ignore the red flags in the beginning. Because see, you got a chance to possibly gain a really good friend rather than lose an enemy that you have been in a relationship with for so long. So just think about that. Think about being like-minded. Think about being equally yoked. Um, you know, like I said, don't ignore the signs. Don't ignore the red flags. Um, I, I think it's very important. Uh, and I think this was a really uh, powerful conversation. And um, it, it, it needed it needed to be had. Um, you know, like I said, no judgment zone. I mean... It is what it is. You know, on Ebony Speaks, I talk about whatever I want to. And I just wanted to talk about this tonight. And I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that I can help some young person or, you know, some person that's single and dating or some person that's, you know, that's looking for a, a mate or a partner or whatever. Just hoping that I can help them. So, I mean, that's, that's always the mission. So, y'all have a good night. Think about what I said and let me know what you think. What's up, what's up, what it do, what it do? Um, I had something on my mind tonight that I want to talk about. Um, I want to talk about how important is it to be equally yoked. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I feel like being equally yoked is very important. Um, I feel like being in a relationship with somebody like-minded is very important. Um, you know, same goals, same um, aspirations. Um, I feel like all of that is really important. And I feel like when you enter a relationship and you're not equally yoked, that is when all of the bullshit comes in. For instance, this is how I feel. I feel like if you get in a relationship um, with a known cheater, I feel that cheater need to be in a relationship with another cheater. Um, If you are a person that's all about family life, marriage, traveling, and doing things of that nature, I feel like you should be with somebody that loves marriages, traveling, and, you know, just being, like, family-oriented. I just feel like when you like-minded, it will literally subtract all the negative things that you go through when you're in a relationship and you're unequally yoked. Okay, I just have to be honest, and I have to say that. Um... Because at the end of the day, not being equally yoked 
it just caused both people to be so miserable, so unhappy, um, so dishonest, unfaithful, disloyal. So being equally yoked, I think, is very important. Now, can a relationship work if you start off equally yoked and you end up kind of meeting in the middle? I think that can work. But going into a relationship that's unequally yoked is going to cause a lot of problems, especially if you, you know it from the gate and you still you end up falling for that person and you still um, and you still pursue the relationship. And I feel like during that time you ignore a lot of the red flags. Um, you would ignore a lot of the mishaps, the missteps because you have fallen for that person. So you ignore the things that you should not ignore. And I feel that you pay for it dearly in the end because now you are years into this unequally yoked relationship, but you have developed a a bond, you know, and you love this person so much to even, even if you want to leave, you don't know how to leave. Even if you want to forgive, you don't really know how to forgive. And it just becomes the most uncomfortable situation. So, you know, I just wanted to kind of chime on that for a lot of the single people, a lot of the people, um, you know, that's looking to be in um, a relationship, a monogamous relationship. Um, Just make sure before you dive in head first, just make sure you are equally yoked. And even if you are not equally yoked and you both just take a liking to each other, it's okay to be friends. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to be boyfriend and girlfriend. You don't have to be engaged. You don't have to get married. If you're unequally yoked and you take a liking to each other, it's better to um, just go ahead and put it out in the beginning of the relationship to go ahead and establish a friendship. And it will probably be wise not to engage in sexual activity. I mean, but if you just like that person for sex, I mean, that's that's on you. But um, if you're going to choose not to go forward with the relationship... And, but you really like that person and you would, you would like to remain friends, I would heavily advise you to not engage in sexual activity. Because that's going to, I think that's going to cloud your decision. And uh, I mean, especially if the sex is good. That's going to cloud your decision because you're going to want more and you're going to pursue that relationship. You're going to get in that relationship. You're going to exclusively commit to that person knowing that you all were unequally yoked. So you got to be real careful with that. You got to be real careful with that. And I'm, I'm, I'm speaking from my heart. Be very, very, very careful.
Can you truly love a person if you're unequally yoked to them? Absolutely you can. But it is not a healthy situation. You're going to always come to uh, bumps in the road. Um, You're going to always not agree with some of the things they do. Not agree with some of the things they say. Not agree with some of the places they go. Not agree with some of the people that they deal with. You're going to always... There's going to always be friction. But see, my thing is, if both parties are honest up front, then you can go ahead and make the tough decisions before um, before the relationship gets any serious than it already is. Now, I mean, men and women, now some people go into the relationship getting to know each other and know deep down that you're unequally yoked. But see, some people are lying. And they'll tell you, yeah, I like jazz music. You know, yeah, I like listening to slow, slow music. I like taking walks in the parks. You know, yeah, I'm a hopeless romantic. When they know damn well, they don't like no jazz music. You know what I'm saying? They like twerking music. They don't want to go on a walk in the park. They want to walk inside of a strip club. You know, they don't want to do no hopeless romantic shit. You know what I'm saying? They want to make sure they um, keep you in the box, you know, but they're going to be fucking all outside of the relationship. Like, they know that from the beginning, but to get you, they lie about who they are. And it makes you think you're equally yoked to that person. So sometimes they'll lie. The only thing you can do in that situation is don't ignore the red flags. Don't ignore the signs. Um, be very attentive. And not so much not so much of listening to what they say, but pay close attention to the things that they do. And that's gonna tell you a lot about a person. Like don't hound the person about, you know, how you wanna be loved and how you wanna go on dates and how you wanna do things. Don't hound them about that. Sit back and be quiet and just see what they would do. See what they would rather do. Because that is the real them. Okay? Because see, when a person when a person truly loves you, you do not have to tell them how to love you. You do not have to tell them, you know, hey babe, it's time for a vacation. Or um, hey babe, let's go out to dinner. You know, let, let's just go out on a date. Let's have movie night. I mean, you know, people that truly love you, you don't have to tell them certain things about you or certain things about the relationship. They automatically know it because they are in tune to you. But see, if you got to remind a motherfucker all the time about how to love you correctly, and no, I'm not just talking about men. I'm talking about women as well. If you got to remind a motherfucker how to love you correctly, then that's a problem. That means... Either, number one, they just not into you. And, you know, my mom always taught me, if it do not fit, don't force it. Number two, they could be going through some serious personal issues. Um, struggling with some serious things or struggling with a job or, 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 or businesses or co-workers or family members. They could be struggling with some real serious shit. And 
right now is just not the time. Like, they can't be empty because they're battling other things. And um, number three, in my opinion, they're trying to figure out how to um, spend time with, how to um, sexually satisfy um, how to love more than one person and it gets very, very stressful to them. And they be struggling with that as well, battling their own demons. So, yeah, you don't have to remind a person. You don't have to tell a person when it's time to do nothing. If they are truly, truly into you and only you, you do not have to remind them. It is automatic. It's automatic. Been there, done that. I've seen it. It's been times where you don't even have to say nothing to me. I know what it's time for for you because I know you my sights are only on you. And I don't have like another uh, man or whatever like distracting me from focusing on you and what you need. And I've also been in situations where I have, I was entertaining, you know, another man or whatever. And I lost track of what, you know, what my man really needed and how to be there for him because I was better in between the two. So I think everybody, male and female, you know, have been through these situations where you, you unequally yoked. You know, you're trying to fix something that cannot be fixed. You're trying to fight something that you feel like is worth fighting for, but what is it costing the both of you guys to try to force a relationship or try to force happiness or, you know, try to force sex. You know, I mean, sex is so powerful and it's so intimate. Like, it's just supposed to happen. You know, and it just, it's just supposed to be an enjoyable thing that's supposed to happen. You're not supposed to have to tell, you know, your mate what your needs are. They're supposed to already know them. You know, so you gotta pay attention to the red flags from the beginning. And that's why I think a lot of us make a lot of mistakes because we love and we like these people so much and so hard. We ignore all the red flags and we think we can fix all this shit and you simply cannot fix it. Uh, as far as the, 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 the man, the man was like, oh, I just want to come. I just want to be in peace. I just want to come home to peace. You know, I want my dinner cooked. I want my clothes washed. You know, I want my dick sucked. I want I, all, I just want peace. You know what I'm saying? Just don't nag me. Every time you start nagging the man, it make a man want to go out and do stuff. That's a lie. You can be quiet as a mouse. You can be not saying a word. <laughs> you can still be cooking and you know, doing what you do. If a man wanna, if a man feel the urge, feel the need, and have the opportunity to step out, 
That is what he gonna, especially if he's if he's being entertained by another woman and he's just not, he loves you, but he's just not that into you. If he had an opportunity, he is gonna go do it. The same exact thing with a female. I have seen men 100% cater to their women, loving on their women, doing everything that they can for their woman. The woman said, oh, you don't take me out. You don't do this. We don't go on vacation. Then the man started taking her out, taking her on vacation. Oh, and the woman was still, because she got that opportunity, and she loved her husband, but she's just not into him at the moment. And she's tired of him complaining. She's tired of him fussing. And she have an opportunity to step out to something else. She will do it. So when it comes to all this stepping out and all this cheating talk and stuff like that, it is, it is not geared toward men only. Because women do the same fucking thing. I am very unbiased when it comes to these relationships, when it comes to cheating and all these these, um, fake-ass friends and all this. I am very unbiased when it comes to that because women do the same shit men do. Yes, they do. People say, well, you know, well, men cheat a little. No, men don't cheat a little bit more. That's a lie. That's a lie. Men get caught more. But... I feel women women cheat more than men. But the men just get caught all the fucking time. So I'm very unbiased when it comes to that. And I'm not just male bashing male. No, hell no. I am not male bashing. Because I love, <clears throat> love, love me a black man. I'm talking about love me a black man. So I'm never just going to male bash. I'm going to tell you how, just from my point of view, how I feel it is on both sides. And I'm not outweighing neither side. Both sides do the same. They just do shit differently. That's the only difference between uh, men and women, you know, with, and, and the, 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 the cheating and the uh, text messages and the DMs and the all this bullshit. They just do it differently. And from my experience... Men get caught more. Women don't get caught cheating as much as men as much as men um, men does. That's the only difference. So I, I never male bash or nothing like that because I feel like men and women do it. I mean, to each his own. If that's what you do, you know, just do it. But I feel like um, I feel like if you if you know if you know you gonna cheat and you know you gotta cheat, like. God damn, I mean, just, just live your life. Don't, do not get in a relationship. Why, 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 why be in a relationship? I was just telling somebody this last week. And she looked at me like I was crazy. But I'm like, why, why get in a relationship? Why cohabitate with each other? Why invest with invest with each other like why do all of this when you know you ain't really the the relationship type of person or you just you're not really the the monogamous type of person like you don't believe in monogamy 
like you know deep down in your soul you'll never ever be able to just be with one man or just one woman you know that is something you would never do but you want to commit and love one but you still want to be able to play outside of that like I mean to each his own all the way down to this uh, 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 this polygamy shit and this polyandry shit all these multiple wives, multiple husbands I mean like those are like minded people they don't they see that as being perfectly normal uh, just like the lady the, um, the poly Gigi queen Gigi or whoever she she feel it's perfectly normal that she got two husbands and she living her life. She loving her life. They all agree with it. They all are like minded. And then just like uh, who is it? I guess the uh, nature boy, uh, brother polite. You know, you know our, these black men with three, four, five, and six wives. They feel like that shit is perfectly normal. They are like minded people. And though I just feel like. They equally yoked because they don't they don't have an issue with that. So you gotta be equally yoked. You gotta be with like minded people, and you cannot ignore the red flags in the beginning because you got a chance to possibly gain a really good friend rather than lose an enemy that you have been in a relationship with for so long. So just think about that. Think about being like minded. Think about being equally yoked. Um, you know, like I said, don't ignore the signs. Don't ignore the red flags. Um, I, th- I think it's very important. Uh, and I think this was a really uh, powerful conversation. And um, it, it, it needed it needed to be had. Um, you know, like I said, no judgment zone. I mean, it is what it is. You know, on Ebony Speaks, I talk about whatever I want to. And I just wanted to talk about this tonight. And I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that I can help some young person or, you know, some person that's single and dating or some person that's, you know, that's looking for a, a mate or a partner or whatever. Just hoping that I can help them. So, I mean, that's, that's always the mission. So y'all have a good night. Think about what I said. Let me know what you think.